Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Stand by for news and stuff. Sent a message out to my church today. All the team players at Southwest Radio Church. I try to do one a week anyway. The message, what do you think you are? You are. Too many people go around saying negative things about life, negative about themselves, their family, their future. You know, if we're going to stay strong in our faith, we have to learn not to speak out loud every negative thought that comes to our mind. When we verbalize destructive thoughts that run contrary to God's holy word, we, we validate them, we legitimize them, we give life to them, we give place to the enemy. The Bible says in Proverbs 13, 3, he who keeps his mouth keeps his life, and he who opens wide his lips comes to ruin. It's this simple. Those negative thoughts will die stillborn in the atmosphere if you refuse to speak them out all the time. The Bible also says in Job 6.25, how forcible are right words. In the invisible war in the saints, there's an invisible, powerful force behind the words we speak. So let's start calling our loved ones blessed, uh, our body healthy, our steps ordered by the Lord, our children mighty in the land. This is the day the Lord hath made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. Today, let's not use words to describe a negative situation. Let's, let's use words that change that situation. And it really comes down to this. Our words kill, our words give life. They're either poison or they're fruit. We choose. Proverbs 18.21. Think about it today. What in the world is going on? Could happen to you today. Could be your day. Several people dead after a plane crashed into a mobile home park in Clearwater, Florida yesterday. The Federal Aviation Administration released a preliminary report saying that a Beechcraft Bonanza V-35 crashed into a residential area in Clearwater. It's actually 7 o'clock last night. According to the report, the plane crash left three people dead, including the pilot, who was the only one on board, and two people on the ground. It crashed into an RV center, a park there. Bayside Waters, mobile home park, formerly known as Japanese Gardens. You never know. Today could be the day. Meanwhile, an Arkansas pilot was killed in a small plane crash in, well, at the Little Rock Airport yesterday. Lots of crashes. Plane crashed into a busy San Francisco intersection yesterday, killing one. So lots of small plane crashes yesterday. They're telling him he needs to do it. A group of 64 House Republicans is demanding that President Biden use his executive powers to address the border crisis. A pointed message as White House and Senate negotiators work on a compromise to address this issue. Speaker Mike Johnson wrote in December of 2023, urging the president to take executive action to secure the southern border. House Republicans have passed H.R. 2 legislation that would help stop the flow of illegal immigration and protect our communities. But uh, come on now, you know Biden doesn't want this to happen. It's part of the plan of destroying America. Good grief, Charlie Brown. It's such a mess. Oh, he's sounding tough and he's getting after them. Sleepy Joe took aim at grocery stores, blaming them for ripping people off. Really? 
high pricing amid the continuing inflation blame game. The fake president's remarks came during a speech at the South Carolina's first on the nation dinner. Inflation coming down and now lower in America than any other major economy in the world. Eggs, milk, gas, chicken, everything coming down. But for all we've done to bring things down, there's still too many corporations in America ripping people off. Price gouging, junk fees, greedflation, shrinkflation. La-da-da-da-da. Sounds good, Joe. I think they're saying here the problem's probably been you homeschoolers. What? Homeschooling has been on the rise in America since even before its benefits were emphasized by the government attacks on freedoms during the pandemic. Now a commentary posted on America Out Loud is blasting bureaucrats for blaming the continual migration of students from the public school to homeschools on well, the homeschool themselves. What? Podcaster Dean Bowen writes, the Washington Post editorial board recently stated where there's no oversight, there's no guarantee that children will learn skills considered foundational in public education and essential to adult life. Bowen jumps in, I strongly disagree. Many public schools are making the exact point only in reverse. Where there is government oversight, there's no guarantee that the children will learn skills considered foundational and essential to adult life. Some would say where there is government oversight, there's a guarantee that children will not learn skills. Parents who love their kids are going to be sure their kids have the skills necessary to live a full life. He said those in position to make policy simply blame other educational options when it's clear that crowds, crowds, operative word, are fleeing the public school. Uh-huh. See if any of this makes sense. The whole purpose of this country, the United States of America, is that you assimilate into our culture here of the United States of America. You don't forget your traditions if you come here. No, why would you? You don't forget where you're from. You don't forget about your family. But you have to fold this into a beautiful thing that's called the United States of America. You're here now. You're not there. If you don't like being here, then you need to go back there. This concept is wholly lost on Congresswoman Aline Omar, who has time and time again expressed anti-American sentiments in favor of her Somali background. It was so wonderful there. The problem now is that the progressives and the elitist and the left-leaning loonies, people like this woman, tell us that this place is evil, the United States of America, that it's racist and its founding was just awful because they want to turn the United States of America into the types of countries that most of our ancestors fleed from. In a recent speech in which Omar proclaimed her support for Somalia in its territorial dispute with Somaliland, the Minnesota rep claimed that her true president is the president of Somalia. What in the world? Our president, the president of Somalia, President Hassan Sheikh Mohammed, let us give him a warm welcome, Minneapolis. She announced that to a cheering crowd. See, these people are evil. These people are demon-possessed. Wow. Yep. Turn America into where they came from. I'll say again. 
go back there. Many are saying time to get out. I mean, she's saying she lives in frustration. She said, I'm 70 years old. This isn't what I expected. Who are we talking about here? Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor appears to resonate with some liberals, but not in the way intended by the jurist. Some activists and journalists now are beginning to nudge this woman to leave the high court in order to be replaced by a younger jurist, a lot like what happened to Justice Stephen Breyer in 2021. A CNN journalist, Josh Barrow, bluntly wondered why Sotomayor remains on the bench when younger jurors could be brought in to guarantee a liberal vote for years to come. She's not happy there. Why doesn't she get out? Hmm. It could have been simple. He could have just said, hey, it was just a stupid move. <laughs> Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, he did apologize for failing to notify Biden that he was hospitalized for prostate cancer and actually hid it from everyone. Real stupid move. Hey, Tennessee and Virginia, what? Have sued the NCAA over the legality of its name, image, and likeness guidelines? What's that all about? French farmer unions said that they would end their protest against the government after the two sides came to detente. Not sure what happened there. Donald Trump spent more than $55 million in donor money on legal fees for himself and his associates last year, according to something new. So we'll have to see if that one is true or not. In business news, you know retailers love selling something that's more work for customers as being about a choice or control. Panera Bread, for example, won't even pour your coffee. The chain hands customers a cup and, and forces them to assemble their drinks themselves. That does give them full control over their beverage, but Starbucks does the same thing by allowing complete customization in its app. And they say it's about convenience, but come on, it's about saving the store dollars. But they're losing it through either accidental or real theft. And uh, down in Dallas, they had self-checkout only at a Kroger there. And many stores are ending that. They did in Dallas. People want to go through and have somebody else check out their groceries. So... Target's found that it needs to do that in the dollar store and Walmart and, yeah, give a choice and have some more checkout ladies there or men, whatever the case might be. I don't like it. Darius, Darius, what a voice. Darius Rucker, well-known music figure. He's had great success in both the rock band Hootie and the Blowfish and as a Solo country music artist. Everybody knows Darius Rucker. He was arrested in Tennessee yesterday. They say he's fully cooperating with authorities relating to misdemeanor charges. He got arrested on two counts of simple possession, casual exchange of a controlled substance, as well as a single count of violating the state vehicle registration law, whatever that means. He's 57 years old, released on $10,500 bond. Darius Rucker in Tennessee. And finally, who said that? Why would a bacteria be considered life on Mars and a heartbeat not considered life here on Earth? Well, that's a good question. Oh, this is good. I don't watch any NFL football, so I don't know who 
Taylor Swift is, but it sounds like he's very fast. <laughs> All right, what's the deal? How dare those NFL football stadiums build those walls to keep fans that haven't paid for a ticket from entering the building? Duh. At the early church, it was married to poverty, prisons, and persecutions. Today, the church is married to prosperity, personality, and popularity. We're going to talk more about that on Life 101. Where's my Bible? Well, it's coming. Southwest Radio Ministries coming to the Tri-Cities. That'll be in March, Friday and Saturday, March 8th and 9th. The theme for 2024, Prophecy in the News Live. The latest details on the march toward a one-world system are going to be revealed. Biblical mysteries will be uncovered, and you'll learn how to have a true spiritual victory in that invisible war on the saints. Can't wait to preach that message. Biblical artifacts from Israel will be on display with an archaeologist ready to answer your questions. Seating for this special event is limited, so, well, you need to register today. Prophecy of the News Live, Friday and Saturday, March 8th and 9th at Antioch Baptist Church in Bristol, Virginia. Call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144 to register or visit the events page, swrc.com. Just do it now. All right after the show anyway. Well, we talked a little bit yesterday about the new America at the end of the program, and it's time for you and I to get back to God. I don't think there's any argument there. And uh, the idea that somehow Satan is just going to blast right through your front door, and that is possible, but he makes greater inroads into the Christian faith, into the church, into your life by sneaking subtly into the back door. The new America and the new unbelief speak the language of faith, but the devil and his demons do more harm as angels of light than they ever accomplished as a roaring lion. Satan thrives in the climate of consent when tolerance is exalted above truth. The Bible said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. This falling away that we're experiencing now in America however, is not only from doctrine, it's also from the New Testament standard of Christian conduct. One does not have to be decent to be a church member. Church roles are stuffed with multitudes of the unregenerate going to hell on a church letter. You've heard me say that before. Others are saved, but they are noun Christians when they need to be adjective Christians. And don't forget that word Christian, both noun and adjective. We need, as we talked yesterday, to have more Christian Christians today. We need to be careful how we say that orthodoxy is not the test of a Christian's life or that the Christian life is not a matter, for instance, of dance, not to dance, drink, not drinking. Of course, those things are not the standard, but it's easy to give the impression that those things don't make much difference. I'm telling you and I live in a time when the young people around us, they don't need any further encouragement to get into careless living. This is a day of apostasy. And that man who just turns the other cheek or goes the other direction or minimizes what we're saying here today becomes a party of all of that. It's not enough to preach love. So do you think we're here? We know there's anarchy in the world. Things are so confusing today apostasy in the professing church 
And in the true church, there's apathy, listlessness, indifference, smug complacency, some say. We're resting at ease in Zion. We have lukewarmness going on. We're neither hot nor cold. And there's a Bible warning there. The tragedy of the hour is that we're all mixed up, living at neither nor positions. When with God, it's either or. You see that everywhere in the international realm, we're neither at war nor at peace. You see it in a mixture of church and the world more every day. A lot of entertainment going on. The church becomes more worldly. I said before, I believe the church is about 10 years behind the world. So whatever was happening in 2014 in the world's happening in the church today. The world becoming a little more churchy. You see it in our strange effort to mix the old with the new. You know, during the First World War, Teddy Roosevelt thundered out against what he called hyphenated Americans, people who had a divided loyalty. He said, American is not a polylot boarding house. If you're an American and something else, then you're not an American. By the same token, one could say today that if you are a Christian and something else, then you're not a, a loyal, a good Christian. There isn't such a thing as a 50%, 75% loyalist. A husband who is 85% loyal to his wife is what? Not loyal at all. God thundered against the people in Ezekiel's day who came to church. Thou son of man, the children of thy people still are talking against thee by the walls and in the doors of the houses, and speak one to another, every one to his brother, saying, Come, I pray you, and hear what the word is that cometh forth from the Lord. And they come unto thee as the people cometh, and they sit before thee as my people, and they hear thy words, but they will not do them. Ezekiel 33, verses 30 and 34. Wouldn't you say that's pretty much the way we are today? We come, we sit, oh, we're good sitters. James and John asked the Lord, grant that we may sit. That is all a lot of saints want to do today, just sit. Never been more superficial interest in religion than today, don't you think? We're living in a comfortable 72 degrees, just like going to the mall. And the Lord of the lampstands is saying, be boiling and repent. God's word says, wake up, get up, get things done. How do you get up in the morning? Not by merely thinking about it. If you lie there and think about it, you will probably go back to sleep and dream that you're awake and then wake up and find out that you've been asleep. How do you get up? By feeling like it? Absolutely not. You're either getting up or you don't. A lot of our activity today often is mistaken for revival it's just the church turning over. It's not really waking up. Turning over is not getting up, and waking up is not getting up. The Word of God says that if we get up and go about our business for the King, we're on our way. The only answer to things going on in America today, the new America, and the apostasy, is Christ appearing. And the only answer to apathy, if the Lord tarries, is an awakening. We're not of the night, nor of the darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do, but let us watch and be sober. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 5 and 6. Let us never fall into the sleep that stupefies the rest of the world. That's the Phillips translation. It's high time to awake out of sleep. 
Awake to righteousness and sin not, for some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. First uh, Corinthians there, 15, verse 34. You know, Joseph Parker said, we clap our hands applaudingly at the name of Bunyan, but many would not admit a living Bunyan into their fellowship. They might give him something at the back door, build a statue for him. It's one thing to applaud the heroes and the prophets and the seers. It's another thing to recognize the succession today and take their place. The tragedy we find at this hour in the church is the situation is desperate and the saints, well, they're not. If they were, we would have revival today. But as in the days of Jeremiah, we have too many lullaby crooners and positive preachers and, well, happiness preachers, as we said. Not enough prophets. When you think in an hour like we're in today, the church would be filled with worshipers praying all night in some instances. Why are saints so anxious to get their sleep while sinners revel all night? Come to think of it, they say most church members stay up after all, feasting their eyes on Sodom and Gomorrah that's brought into their living room with thousands of TV possibilities. Do we see less and less prayer in the church today? God said, if my people will, then I will. But who wants to humble himself, to pray, to seek God's face and turn from their wicked ways today? What would happen if our great churches today would throw the printed program in the wastebasket and get on our knees in desperate prayer before God? Uh, Somebody says, but we don't come to these places for revival. We come to be entertained or do business. What greater business do we have than to seek a divine visitation? I'm not preaching any alarmism today. I'm not disturbed by evil tidings. My heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And the Bible says he will direct your path. Is he directing your path today? So maybe this weekend, as you head to church, you'll think on these things. I remember Marvin Troyer used to pastor Good News Baptist Church in Cherubusco, Indiana. And as a teenager living up in Leo, Indiana, he would walk or hitchhike every day to a revival just down the street from where I live now, Concordia, at a stadium. They were having a revival. It lasted six weeks. He didn't miss, this teenager, didn't miss any of the revival services. Church is a lot different today, isn't it, in so many ways. What is revival? It's just doing a 180 and heading back to God. The church can have it. Surely it can. But more and more today, it's an individual thing. You can be revived when you turn to God. Maybe today. And finally, marital advice. Why not? Mrs. Patton and I have been at this over 60 years. <laughs> That's a lot. Hey, I've learned there's only two things necessary to keep my wife very happy. First, I let her think that she's having her way. Second, I let her have her way. <laughs> That's, oh, never mind. Hey, I've had my save for another day. News, information, and comment Monday through Friday. Absolutely right here. Thank you for tuning in in and being a 
apart, my friend. It's a big deal. Join me on Facebook, Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. You're here. We're coming to, to Tennessee for share coming in March at Antioch Baptist Church with Pastor Davis and the group of Southwest Radio Church. All kinds of things happening. So glad that you're a part of Greg Patton Ministries through the program called Hello World. And that's the way it is. I trust you're going to be in church this Sunday, huh? That's the way it is. Friday, February the 2nd, 2024. I am Greg Patton. God bless. Have a great day.